Good day, everyone. My name is Angel Dialwis. This podcast is brought to you by Ultimate Access. Full details of our business management courses can be found in ultimateaccess.net. In today's session, I would like to talk to you about IT systems. And in this session, I will review or attempt to review five past paper questions. IT systems are quite an important area in your E1 syllabus with a weightage of 15%. The first question I would like to review is March 2015, variant 5, question 2. This is a question about replacing an IT system. When you answer this question, you first need to write a brief introduction of what system changeover is. An example paragraph is, System changeover is a change from operating the current system to introducing the new system operationally. There are four approaches to system changeover and they will depend on the circumstances. Now after this intro, you will then have to write highlighting the four approaches and they are 1. Direct, 2. Parallel, 3. Pilot, 4. Faced and elaborate under each heading. Let us go to question number two that I would like to review. This is in August 2016, variant two, question one. In this question, the examiner is asking about impact of new IT systems on supply chain. Don't forget to write an introductory paragraph. And in this case, an example could be one of the key elements in our supply chain is write the elements. Information technology will enable us to capture data about our customers and our suppliers and then we will be able to focus on areas which might need to improve. You can then provide examples of one or two improvements. Then you will go on to say information technology will enable to capture data about our customers, their opinions, so as to focus our attention on areas that we might need to improve. Then you will provide examples of areas that you can improve. Then you will have another heading related to information technology and how it facilitates e-procurement. Now let us look at question 3. This is August 2016, variant 2, question 1. This is related to accounting for IT costs. In this question, you need to break it up into IT cost categories such as hardware, software and training and how you will treat them. Another twist to this is what about if you purchase the hardware from an overseas supplier? How will you account for this? Now let us look at each section. The computer terminals and printers are tangible assets that will be capitalized as part of property, plant and equipment in accordance with IA 16, property, plant and equipment. Now you need to provide a justification as to why you're going to classify them under IA 16. You will say we can classify them as PPE because they will be used to generate economic benefit to our business for a period of more than 12 months and the cost can be reliably measured as it is the purchase cost. 
Please note in this one we are stating how we are going to treat it and the justification. That's important. Now let us look at another situation where your home country is Y land with Y dollars and the supplier is in X land with X dollars. In this case you have purchased some servers from a supplier who is in X land. In this section you will describe how you're going to account for a purchase that was made from a foreign supplier. Server equipment is also a tangible asset which is to be classified as property plant and equipment in the same way as the hardware. The one complication with the server is that we will need to pay for it in X dollars as it will be coming from X land. The asset will be capitalized at its cost X dollars 58,000 converted to Y dollars on the date of the purchase. If the payment for the purchase is delayed then the exchange difference might arise on the settlement of the transactions which will affect the profit. The recorded cost of asset in the statement of financial position will not change. That's an important point to state. Now let us look at the software licenses. The software licenses are for a period of three years and we will be able to capitalize the cost as an intangible asset in accordance with IES 38 intangible assets. The licenses give us a contractual right to use the software and to generate economic benefit. Here again, we are stating the justification. It is a purchased intangible asset, which means that it can be capitalized. The asset will need to be amortized over the three-year life of the license. The training cost related to IT needs to be written off in the statement of profit and loss. If you found this podcast useful, please do subscribe to it as our goal here is to provide these sessions for free for everybody. Let us look at question number four. February 2016, variant one, question three. Here the examiner is asking you to detail the strategic operational and intangible benefits of investment in new IT systems. Now let us look at the strategic benefits. It is important for you to state that it is focusing on long-term aims. The investment should make your company, whatever the name of your company, you have to state it, more flexible and reactive to its environment. It will almost certainly give more up-to-date information to our managers, thereby enabling quicker decisions to be made. Our long-term aims relate to profitability and sustainability and these in turn are planned to be driven by growth. More sophisticated planning tools might be available from the new system enabling detailed, accurate and frequent forecasts to feed into the whole of our operations, perhaps via the use of an executive information system. You can also go on to state the importance of linking it to other areas such as supply chain, procurement and in fact the whole value chain. Let me give you an example of this. We could use an extra net to link up with chosen suppliers and customers alike which will greatly improve our supply chain management. IT plays an important role in the provision 
storage management and interrogation of information management part of supply chain management. Other areas of our value chain such as human resource management marketing services would benefit from the implementation of new IT systems via the availability of more accurate information. Now we are looking at the operational benefits. An example of that is operational benefits are concerned with the day-to-day -day activities and there are many possible examples here. Real-time information from your business, example would be factory flow, could assist with monitoring quality and enable short-term planning decisions to be made more effectively. The focus here is to identify non-value adding activities from the value chain and eliminate them to enable cost reductions. Another operational benefit can be sales forecasting. So a paragraph here would be sales forecasting software that can be fed into the manufacturing resource planning applications can be used in shop floor planning and scheduling applications to increase efficiency. These initiatives may be linked to a strategic benefit such as achievement of cost leadership. So that covered the strategic benefits, operational benefits, and now we are in the final area, intangible benefits. So here we could state the following. Intangible benefits tend to have longer term consequences for an organization and they can prove to be important. It should be acknowledged that intangible benefits can only be measured in a subjective manner. After that, you can give a couple of examples of intangible benefits. One could be investment in new IT systems might and improve staff morale. Another one is customer satisfaction levels will increase as a result of information flows. Now let us look at the final question, question number five. This is related to May 2017, variant three, question three. Organizational conditions required to implement factors affecting new IT systems. Here again, don't forget to write an introductory short paragraph. You can detail the importance of implementing an IT system. And you, of course, need to state that there are three elements required for a successful implementation. Number one, commitment. All users that are involved or affected by the project need to be committed. The resources of the staff who will be using the system will be essential in the planning, development, testing and implementation stages of the project. They must be dedicated in their ownership of the project and take joint responsibility of its success. It is very important for you to state the following, which is the commitment must also come from the top management and extend to all the management levels. Senior management must be willing to commit to the project. As demonstrated by the allocation of resources, there must be sufficient people, money, time, information and technology resources available. The second element is coordination. You can elaborate this area by stating this organization will lengthen the project, the time to success and at extra cost. There is also a chance that the project will never be completed. And you can go on to elaborate further. The third element is communication and relationship which is linked to change management. And you can state 
by achieving good relationship and effective communications with all parties to the project, various obstacles between and among the participants can be avoided at planning, implementation and operation of the system. I hope you found this session useful. This podcast is brought to you by Ultimate Access and I'm your host, Andrew Dialvis. Thank you.